day one of New Zealand's lockdown. The streets were not exactly busy, but there was a fairly steady flow of traffic, despite the Prime Minister's directive for people to stay at home. The online shopping that I did on Monday for groceries was not available until today, and I received a text to tell me that it was ready. Due to high demand and new rules regarding the use of vehicles, supermarkets are no longer making home deliveries. With only one customer allowed into dairies at any given time, there was a queue outside one that I passed. Two others were closed, as a superette on the same block was deemed as being suitable to serve the locals. The queue at the supermarket was orderly, though two policemen had been called about a disturbance between a couple. I arrived too late to learn the details, and it seemed the others were as curious as I to know what had happened. In the queue for fifteen minutes, once inside, I was advised that my shopping would be ready soon, though I could shop for more items if I wanted. As it turned out, I did, and managed to get chicken drumsticks that had not been available when I made my order. Scoring the last box of cornflakes, another pack of hot cross buns, and a pack of chocolate marshmallow Easter eggs, was essential to me. The queue outside was longer than it had been when I arrived, and the traffic on the road had increased. It looked to all accounts like a normal weekday. Indeed, it was hard to tell that there was a coronavirus-inspired lockdown at all. People stood on corners, talking less than two metres apart. A group of six or so teenagers stood in a circle at an empty section near the intermediate school. I could not count them as I was driving, but they were spaced wide apart and had obviously met for a catch-up. It was not what the Prime Minister advised, and it would take some convincing before people stop congregating. Unpacking the groceries from the car, I realised that a few items were missing. Returning to the store, I picked up a couple bottles of vino and the missing veggies, and then swung by the beach on the way home. I'd intended going anyway. The sound of the waves were soothing and made the day seem as ordinary as they had been before the term COVID-19 had been coined. 283 coronavirus cases in total, with 27 recovered and 7 in hospital. 78 more than yesterday, with more expected over the next 10 days until the action taken with the lockdown has effect.
the lag time from when someone comes into contact with a COVID-19 carrier and carries it themselves can impact the numbers daily. There are cluster groups of people being investigated by health officials and when New Zealanders come home, they will be met at the border and screened and tested for the disease. If they do not have a good plan for self-isolation or need to travel to get home, they will be quarantined in a hotel for 14 days. The Prime Minister said that she hoped day one was going well for everyone and reports were that everything was running as well as could be expected. Panic buying had settled down and she expects that people's behaviour will change when they realise the shops will be open and food will be available. She said to act as though you have COVID-19 and to steer clear of others. A 27 million package had been made for social services to ensure that people have access to food and support accommodation and to keep families safe from domestic violence. Food packages had been delivered and support was available. The Salvation Army said that the demand for food packages had increased. Women's Refuge will receive additional funding and more help was available for those who need to leave their homes. Finance Minister Grant Robertson said that $1.5 billion had already been paid for 285,000 workers, with more to be processed. The Ministry of Social Development has been working around the clock to process payments. WINS was under pressure, and wage subsidies were available to all workers, including contractors. Employers were expected to pass on the subsidies to their workers, though the government does not want to see workers being laid off. Businesses should be able to keep their employees through the lockdown. Some businesses have not been passing on the wage subsidies, but Robertson said that employers had signed a declaration agreeing to hold to it, and must do so, <coughs> or face the government. The sick leave scheme is not to be used during the lockdown, nor can workers be penalised for time off work. Landlords cannot terminate current tenancies unless the tenant assaults or threatens to assault the landlord or his family, abandons or damages the property, or is 60 days behind in rent. Landlords of commercial properties should ensure that they speak with their tenants 
and work together to retain them. The government said that it had heard reports of price gouging of chicken at supermarkets and will be watching that. Prices will not be allowed to rise without an explanation. As in keeping with their normal routine, many people were out taking their solitary walk along the beach. Police are stopping and asking people if it is necessary for them to be out. There will be warnings first, but for those that are persistently found to be flouting the rules, they will find themselves facing stiffer measures with charges and prosecution. Prisoners will not be released early because of the COVID-19 and prisons will maintain a high standard of hygiene. There was a shock admission from the Christchurch shooter at a hastily held court session, claiming responsibility for the deaths of 51 victims and injury to the other 49. It seems someone had alerted him to the nationwide lockdown because he chose the first day to make his big announcement. With restrictions on the number of people allowed to meet, few were allowed into the courtroom, though Imam Alabi and Imam Fowder were advised and ushered in to view the proceedings. The Prime Minister said that she gave a sigh of relief when she heard of the shooter's admission of guilt. Victims and their families were not at the trial, but caution was taken as per the court is waiting on the trial process, and no decision can be made yet regarding the shooter. The guilty plea has come before the trial due in June. The victims and their families want to know what prompted the shooter to admit his guilt, though he remained unmoved as the 90 names were read out. Because of legalities surrounding the trial, none of the family could be told about the court case. I suspect that the shooter realised that coronavirus and the lockdown was bigger than any news about him and wanted attention brought back to him. He should have stayed quiet in his little cell block. The least of the checkout operators working and serving the country at our supermarkets is bigger than him. He can't have liked being relegated to second place and must have been disappointed when the National Memorial Day for Christchurch was passed over because of the COVID-19 crisis. He should not have been given any information of what was happening because he tried to hijack the day and make it all about him. 
His confession took a tiny slice of the spotlight. But what the country is facing now is immediate and bad as it was, overwhelmingly bigger than what he did. The Prime Minister said that she had once been a checkout operator and wanted to thank the frontline essential services people for doing a wonderful job of looking after the country. She thanked the police, St John's Ambulance staff, the fire brigade, the doctors and nurses and the new frontline heroes. Those in the supermarkets keeping the shelves stopped and serving the country with patience and a smile for the customers. Having witnessed their smiling faces and good cheer these past few weeks, I remember the Prime Minister's words about it being a thankless task and thanked them before I left. Their broad smiles were indicative of the goodwill they have even after long hours of serving. The four days that it took before I could get my grocery order was testament to how busy they have been. I'll end my post by asking that the next time you're shopping for groceries, please spare a thought for the staff. Humble as it is, the checkout operator is one of the most important roles that anyone can have today.